Friends, mark your calendars. On September 28th, 6 to 9 p.m., join us at the Moonshine Deck for Beers with Peers, hosted by Add to Houston and AAF. It is the ultimate networking event. Connect, collaborate, and have a blast with your fellow advertising professionals. Thanks to our sponsors, Dylan Moore Marketing Design and Creative Consumer Research. Again, September 28th, 6 to 9 p.m. at Moonshine Deck. It'll be a night of inspiration. Can't wait to see you there. This is not like, go see the panel, get a couple of sound bites, and then leave, and that's it. This is, again, a real, like, event that I hope to to bring a lot of energy, again, bring a lot of people from all walks of life, not only from our realm and our industry, but art enthusiasts. Hola, amigos, y bienvenidos al podcast de Add to Houston. Un podcast para jóvenes profesionales de la industria de marketing y publicidad que están aprendiendo a desenvolverse en su profesión. I am your host, Guido Falconi, joined today by my co-host, Alexander Halu, current president of Atu Houston. And as always, our producer, Jacob D'Antone, here in the studio with us. Hello. Today we are joined by Ingrid Rincon, senior project manager at Lopez Negrete Communication and Diversity Chair at the American Advertising Federation of Houston. Um, Ingrid, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, everyone. Thank you for uh, inviting me over to be part of your podcast. I'm super excited to be here. Yes, absolutely. We are very excited, Ingrid. Uh, and we'll get into this a little more, but of course, you you are working on a, a event for AAF Houston that will highlight diversity. That's what we're here for. It is also the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month. So we wanted to talk to you a little bit about you, about what diversity means to you, uh, and about this event, right? So before we start, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Add2 and the American Advertising Federation? Yeah, I actually started my um, tenure at LNC nine years ago in June. Um, So I'm, I'm almost a decade at LNC. It's been quite a journey, and obviously when I joined the team, I was part of um, the creative. I was a PM creative. Hmm. Hold on, let me back off. It's (laughs) it's been nine years, uh, Guido. A a creative resource project manager. So basically working hand-in-hand with the CCO to help them manage resource um, and basically be his right hand for any needs of the creative department in-house. Um, I love the creative process. Um, the people that I worked with and worked at, um, worked with at LNC have been great. I was in marketing before in the beverage sector. So nine years ago, I was a total newbie to the industry, so to speak. I started working with the AAF because part of my responsibilities required me to submit all the ADI entries um, for the agency. So working closely with Craig Kay Krenek, Joni, um, Dwight, rest in peace, and mm. having them just hold my hand through the entire journey of what it is to submit the Addies year after year after year, <laughs> times, you know, multiply times nine. So mm-hmm. um, I grew really close to that team and really um, appreciated their their guidance. I mean, it's a, it's a tough, you know, when you're entering 50, 50 entries plus, um, you definitely need kind of uh, your your people on the on the yeah. On the on the club side, kind of guiding you through that process. So that's how I met my AAF uh, peeps. 
mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. I believe I found myself in this situation with this opportunity to be part of the diversity, equity, and inclusion board, right? Yeah. And part of this event. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember when I worked for AAF, you, yeah, I remember you helping us also, uh, or Lopez Negrete actually helped us by holding the artists there. And that's what we actually, back when they were all physical, we had to like put them together there. And I know you were very involved in that. So yeah, I definitely, Ingrid, you have been involved for a long time and, uh, you know, you're a mainstay of the club and uh, we're very lucky to yeah. have you. I, I love it, Guido. Um, again, I think it's a collaborative effort and mm-hmm. everyone's willing to help. I mean, Alex, you and I met a couple of months ago and we're already texting and Alex has been <laughs> a great resource with some of the opportunities that we had open up at LNC because of Alex and that relationship with that too. I was able to hire our oh, yeah. uh, project coordinator intern to join our team. And now this is her third week this coming Monday. And she's doing amazing. Shout out to Kayla McIntyre. No, shout out. Absolutely. <laughs> she's great. And I'm happy to hear that everything's going well over there. It's so, man, time flies by so fast. I can't believe it's already been three weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, she is going, it's, she's doing amazing. Again, it takes a lot of uh, detail, commitment, but most of all, I think I always tell people that 80% is the decision of the type of attitude that you bring to the table. The yeah. other one, the other 20 skill set and what you can learn on the job, right? It really mm-hmm. comes down to the attitude and how um, <clears throat> you you collaborate with others and bring your best to the table. I think that's really important. That's what she's doing. And that's what we all do at LNC or try to do at least. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's really, it's really incredible. And it goes along the lines of what we all strive for in, at this organization or in general, like as a whole with the advertising club here in Houston is that we all have different professions. We all have different expertises and we all work, come together to make something amazing happen. So Ingrid, we've been hearing some buzz about an exciting event, the Night of Diversity. What's it all about? And what can we expect from it from October 24th? No, I can, I can definitely talk a little bit about it. We're finalizing some honorees, so I would like to mention them all once we have finalized. Sure. But actually, no, let, let me, I have one TBD, okay. but um, Alex and Kathy Lopez Negreta have been invited to oh, yeah. um, speak um, during this one hour panel. Oh, that's also, cool. Carlos um, de Albecoa Bueno, he's oh. actually the owner of Giant um, Distillers and where, we're, where, where we'll be hosting the event for that night. Oh, cool. Mm. And um, Deborah Duncan. Um, which is part of the KHOU-TV um, 11 morning yeah. talk show. So, yeah, we have some great panelists. We have one more individual that's TBD that will be announced later this week. Oh, but the idea awesome. is to kind of bring all these individuals from different walks of life to have different expertise, insight, in how they've kind of made, they've made inroads within their industry, right? Um, yeah. And in, in addition to not only like celebrating their accomplishments, their accomplishments, you know, of these community leaders, we're also working with local artists that are that will be donating um, pieces to the event for selling auction to help the Dream Scholarship, which is a little you know scholarship that we thought about. That okay, so we have this event for diversity, equity, and inclusion. What else can we do for the community, and how does that? help kind of spread the message further and you know again exactly. get some more traction in regards to what we want to do and what how as a club we want to continue to support the community mm-hmm. so the dream scholarship is 
the diversity, representation, equity, and access for minorities that will empower young minds um, to transcend barriers and embrace their potential as future leaders. Not only that, but, you know, continue to carry that message of um, DE&I um, throughout their careers and hopefully give back, right, in the way yeah. that we help them out along the journey as well. Yeah, absolutely. And this is an event that we've had in the past, and I know that we had to put it on hold for a few years because of many different reasons. Uh, but I am personally very excited to have this again. Um, one thing about Houston, and you know this, Ingrid, and we all know this, uh, Houston's a very diverse city, right? Uh, in 2021, we were named the most diverse city in the country. That is because we have people from all over the world, right? Obviously, here in Houston, we often focus on Hispanic, Mexi you know, mostly Mexican heritage, but we have people from South America, Asia, you know, Middle Africa, East. Middle East, everywhere, yeah. right? So there's no, there's really no continent that is not represented in Houston. Um, so as far as that, right, we're talking about this event. Being the diversity chair, obviously, you believe in diversity. You believe in uh, the E&I, which is uh, diversity, uh, what is it? Diversity, inclusion. inclusion, and something else. What was the E? We what should does... really know this. Uh -oh. <laughs> equity. Equity. equity and diversity, inclusion, and equity. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what does diversity mean to you, um, you know, as, as the chair for AAF Houston and just as yourself being, uh, you know, uh, uh, minority uh, person. Yeah, I mean, I'm at, yeah, I think, Guido, I'm actually, you know, Colombian born, Houston raised. I got here when I was seven oh, yeah. um, to eight years old, and then I had an opportunity to go back and finish my high school years in Colombia. So I've oh, been wow. kind of multicultural, um, you know, my, yeah. my entire life. What's, what's crazy, and and when you think about it, when I was, you know, I started my career, it was all a general market. So I started working yeah. for Miller Brewing Company, Moet Hennessy. Um, cool. And I always was a part of like the Hispanic market in some, yeah. some aspects. But working at Lopez was the first time that I was like, okay, girl, it's gonna, it's time to pull your, your uh, language <laughs> skills to the, to the task because we, we are truly multilingual at that agency. And a lot yes. of the times we, um, we're speaking or ideating about something and we'll do it in English and then the very next sentence will be in Spanish because mm -hmm. it translates better in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So yes. it definitely um, it's helped me develop kind of my my linguistic capabilities in, yeah. in Spanish which were there from a, from a conversational mm -hmm. standpoint mm -hmm. but it's definitely elevated um, you know my confidence and, and so on and so forth. But yeah. I mean I guess what does uh, diversity mean to me? I mean it's able to learn from people um, from all walks of life, right? So yes. when we're putting an actual, I mean, that's who I am. I think as a person in general, I think that, you know, I come from a single parent home right now. Well, right, not right now. I'm currently married. Yeah. <laughs> I'm currently married um, right now and forever, you know, and Alex, I am married to my wife. Yes. Um, yeah. Vanessa, and we've been together for 13 years. And, wow. you know, are you guys me, currently we, inspect, uh, expecting now, right? We are, we are, we are expecting our first child. Yes, it's amazing. She's, she's gonna be an empowered little girl, guys. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna guide her every step of the way to make sure That's that awesome. she feels empowered. She feels confident to make those yeah. moves in her life that you know that that will help get Absolutely. her to where she wants to where she wants to reach. But 
you know, I, I think in general, I think we all have a little bit of um, DE&I in us, yes. right? It's just a matter, you know, right now we're putting labels on it, but yeah. it's uh, accepting and embracing different cultures, religion, education, and background. Um, I really feel like you can learn so much from being exposed to these different experiences and perspectives. You know, diversity should, should challenge people not to be tolerant of others, but to try to learn from them. And I think that's the just general um, approach that I take with life. I think everyone has a little grain of sand to contribute yes. to any narrative. Um, and as long as we're open, we're transparent and welcoming towards that, I think you're already living that kind of what it is to be diversity and have to ha what it is to have diversity, equity, and inclusion in a job or Absolutely. even in a friend circle, right? Absolutely. Being open. A hundred percent. And uh, Ingrid, real quick, I am Peruvian born, so shout out to South America. We got hey. two of us here. Um, Alex is from Puerto Rico, so. Yeah, um, part Lebanese and part Puerto Rican as yeah, well. So nice. actually, yeah, so actually, he's like twice as... Uh, <laughs> As diverse. You're double. You're double. <laughs> diverse. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But before we continue, I just want to go a little bit over some demographic information that I found about Houston, right? Uh, I said earlier that we're like the most diverse city in the country. Uh, but some very, very interesting stuff that I found that I think uh, pertains to this conversation. Uh, as far as demographics, Houston is 44% Hispanic. That is crazy. That is like three well, times. You know, are you sure? Because last time I heard, I heard a statistic that said, I don't know if it's Texas as a whole or yeah. Houston, that we were 51% um, oh. Hispanic. So oh, that makes wow. the majority. Yeah, this might be... 44 to like, 51%. Yeah, sorry. Take, this is uh, like 2018. This might be a, a couple of years outdated. But <laughs> in Houston specifically, it is 24% white. So we are a majority minority in Houston specifically, right? And black is 22%, which is about the uh, the country average. Uh, but then if you go into a little bit more granular, right, 45% of households in Houston speak a, a language other than English. So that's almost 50% of the households in Houston speaking two languages at the very least. Uh, and about 74% of people who in Houston who were, uh, who were polled in this particular study that I read where about 74% of them said that increasing diversity is a good thing. Uh, and, you know, obviously we agree with that. And this is the last one I thought was very interesting. It's 1.7 million people in the Houston metropolitan area are foreign-born, and that is, that's out of 7 million people in the entire area. So that's quite a lot of people in this city specifically who are not born here, who speak different languages, come from different uh different backgrounds, uh, mostly Hispanic, obviously, but. Uh. And I think that kind of also comes back to back around to our night of diversity. Exactly. How do you feel the community as a whole will benefit from this uh, by attending? Do you think there's a lot to learn or to gain uh, just by like a university student just coming in and getting to learn more about the diversity of the advertising community here in Houston? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're talking to individuals that have paved, paved the way for, for all of us, right? Mm -hmm. in, a, in essence, I think that having people like Deborah Duncan, Alex Lopez Negrete, um, you know, even Carlos join the panel to discuss their origin story and where they come from and how they got there, I think it's uh, extremely insightful, not only to 
young professionals, but to everyone that wants to kind of understand a different perspective and, again, open up a little bit to, you know, different ways to obtaining that success, right? We think that things are very linear, and at the end of the day, they're not. Like, some people have that, you know, you go to cl- you go to high school, you go to yeah. college, you go to your next career, and you're there 20-plus years. Sometimes <laughs> uh, people have different paths, and everyone within that path has something to add. And, yes. you know, I try to – I'm a – this is going to sound super corny guys, but <laughs> I like to consider myself like a student just of life, right? Like yeah. even with, with Caitlin, she's 22 years old and I'm learning from her. And if I'm not learning from her, then shame on me. So everyone has their own contribution. Absolutely. Perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. We're bringing these individuals that have, again, trailblazers, right? They have, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can tell you the story, a little bit of the story without kind of deviating too much and focusing on them. You know, I'm a little bit biased here because I work at Lopez Executive <laughs> Communications, but Kathy and Alex started with an idea at a kitchen table. Um, yeah. And it's, it was as, e- as easy as that. Now they have an, an entire building on Richmond. They yeah. have uh, affiliate companies that they are also a part of. Mm-hmm. When you think about that trajectory in those 35 plus years and you're like, anybody can make it if you're confident, if you are committed to the cause and to you know the overall kind of purpose that you have in life mm-hmm. with a little bit of help along the way from all the people that you need along the way and and you're willing to receive that that insight and um, kind of perspective i think if you have guido the dream or alex the dream of being the most uh, kind of listen to podcasts if Ooh, you get mm-hmm. a strategy together you get the right people in 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 line anything anything is possible i really can't say that i mean my mom came from my uh, a background that didn't mm-hmm. set her up for a lot of success. So mm-hmm. here I am trying to do the best I can. And then my the next generation, which is my brother, for him to even try to do better than what I did. And I go through all the kind of struggles and, and hurdles that I had to cross. So again, I think for any, not only young professional, but for anyone that kind of wants to get an insight of maybe they're starting their business again at 40. Yeah. Maybe they're taking a... a Maybe they're taking a shot and uh, for themselves and saying, "Hey, I want to do this. I'm scared to do it. What What did it take for someone like Deborah Duncan to do what she did? What did it take for Alex Lopez to do what he did? And get those little nuggets of uh, information and knowledge of wealth that you'll be able to carry not only in your professional career but in your personal life as well. And that's that's just being open minded and uh, open mm-hmm. to the, to receive that, right? And I think. I think this event will will give that not only that, but we're going to incorporate a lot more guys. We're talking about making these events not only a discussion that's very linear, but you know something that's engaging and having these artists that also repre- represent yeah. the rich tapestry of Houston. You have Jonathan Jonathan Paul Jackson. Uh, he's an African American painter. He's currently being exhibited at Bolt's Gallery. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Wow. If you can get if you can go to the event, pay $25 general admission, okay? That $25 will get you some small bites and first drink on us. And do a silent auction bid on one of Jonathan Paul Jackson's work for, you know, <laughs> yeah. starting bid at $300. I oh, would yeah. go just for that. And then you have Mario Casas, which is um, <laughs> a Mexican painter. His graphic is really reminiscent of what Warhol and... Basquiat just used to do. Mm-hmm. His pieces mm-hmm. are amazing and intricate and full of little detail that if you have it for hanging, you know, hanging on your wall for six months, 
Then you look at it again, you're like, I hadn't seen that before. Then you have Lisbeth Ortiz, which is really involved in the Houston community. So again, um, Trey Slaughter, you have Stephanie Gonzalez. These are all artists that, again, add to the rich tapestry and, and artistic um, yeah. kind of lens of the city that, again, if you are an art enthusiast, let's say you know nothing about AAF as a club, you're not in the advertising industry, but you're an art enthusiast, that $25 will get you in the door to make a, a bid on the silent option from all these great and amazing artists that, again, are a part of this city and why this city thrives um, so heavily on art and, again, uh, celebrating people from diverse backgrounds. Absolutely. It kind of even brings me back to um, Advent, not Advention, uh, Admerica back in 2022. The biggest idea behind it was spotlighting the diversity and the art movement in Houston, which centered around a lot with painting, graffiti, and this really upbeat style. And a lot of these artists really tie that in together. I, I remember Carlos Hernandez as well is included in the- Carlos Hernandez as well. Yes, yes. Alex. I mean, I can go through. I'm going to, I'm not going to miss anyone out. So again, <laughs> you have Jonathan Paul Jackson, African-American visual artist from Houston. Amazing. I can't wait for everyone to see the work that he's going to be donating to the event. Oh, yeah. You have Carlos Hernandez, which is, an amazing print artist. He's done print uh, posters for any band you can think of, just any band, okay? Mm -hmm. Not, not wow. only that, but he was the person that designed the Santo can for St. Arnold. So that's a legendary Houston artist right there for us. Absolutely. You have Mr. Mario Humberto Casas, again, uh, Mexican-born artist, raised in Houston, very graphic. Again, like I mentioned, very reminiscent of Warhol and a little bit of Basquiat. Oh. Then you have Elizabeth Ortiz, you know, a high school uh, graduate from high school performing visual arts in Houston, uh, born in Mexico City. He's been part of the community and inspiring Hispanic young artists since '05. And actually, oh, wow. an interesting little story about Elizabeth. I actually hired her. <laughs> oh, brother, um, in 2010, because Vanessa Vanessa proposed right a year, yeah. uh, like three. Okay. She proposed three months into our relationship. Wow. Um, yes, I got, uh, she put a ring on it. She, <laughs> she, she solidify that. And then um, a year passed and she was like, when am I going to get proposed? And I'm like, oh, I <laughs> didn't know you were expecting that, but okay. So I saved my little money up. I got a nice little ring for her and I hired Lisbeth to do a sidewalk mural of where we first had our, our first kiss. Oh. And she had like a little like, well, you know, you say yes or no, and I blindfolded her, and she had a little talk, and she obviously checked yes. Um, but that's my <laughs> kind of personal story with Lisbeth. Um, so she currently has her studio at Hardy and Ann, so whenever they have open houses, oh, I would yeah. highly recommend for you guys to go out there. And then you have Stephanie Gonzalez, again, born in Monterrey, Mexico. She, um, I believe, went to the Visual Arts School. Or, let me see. Uh, in, uh, BFA interior design from the Art Institute of Houston. Okay, cool. And from the uh, LaSalle School of Art. Um, she yeah. has done many exhibits in Houston. Her work is a bit eclectic, full mm -hmm. of color. She's yeah. part of the LGBT community. I mean, again, amazing. Yeah. I have some great pieces from her. That's, that's what, guys, 
I, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a heads up. I'm gonna be bidding on all these. People, Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Ingrid I, is gonna. I cannot wait. <laughs> Ingrid is gonna bid on everything. She's gonna yeah. take the whole house. <laughs> yeah. I asked. Well, Alex, yeah. I don't know if I can. I I don't know if I have That's any more walls to put art. I was banned from buying any more art uh, oh, from funny. Vanessa. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hoard it and uh, hide it from her if I do buy anything. But oh, I, my I gosh. can't wait. Not yeah. only that, not only that, guys, but. CCR in, uh, sponsored our charity yeah. bar event. So we're going to do a kind of um, after hours DJ on the terrace. It, this Ooh. is not like go see the panel, get a couple of sound bites, and then leave, and that's it. This is, again, a real like event that I hope to, to bring a lot of energy, again, bring a lot of people from all walks of life, not only from our realm and our industry, but art enthusiasts, people that follow Jason Kalunga, which is going to be our DJ, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Um, so it, it is going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. It yeah. is. I don't know if you guys remember when. Um, I don't want you know when we did the Addies that LNC was in charge that we brought like a dance floor to the middle of the yes, Addies. Yes, I mean, yes. we we want to bring that energy, you know. That's twenty twenty, I think. Yes, oh yeah, yeah, right before everything shut down. I think yeah, that was yeah, the one where I was one. at. Yeah, that, that's th- the first one for you. That was the yeah. first time I was at the Addies. I remember seeing it was yeah. very glamorous. A lot of phenomenal fun. lighting, exhibits, pieces of work that were on display. Uh, mm-hmm. I th- that was the first time when I won an Addy as well. I think I won a bronze for a poster design I submitted. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it was Thank a great you. night. You know, I I think I won my first one. Uh, my first school not too long ago, maybe like four years ago, I oh. think was with the, no, two years ago with the ad council campaign that uh, Lopez Iglesia did. And oh. Awards awards are fun to get, for sure. You know, I, I got my little duplicate. I have it by my desk. It reminds <laughs> me every day, Ingrid, you can do anything. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we ran out of time this week. Here's a clip for the next episode. Different people bring different things to the table. So when we're talking about, I don't know, dough, a Dove soap and pitching that particular brand and you have nothing but man talking about Dove, dove soap, like so you're like, okay, I can go into detail as to why I buy Dove soap and why I think it's important for me and my family. And it's a different perspective over what Alex would have or bring to the table. So just in general, that, that helps kind of create a better story and... Hey Houston, Guido here with exciting news. AAF Houston's next luncheon will be on September 20th, 11.30 to 1 p.m. at the ballroom at Tanglewood. Learn the secrets to winning an Addy. Past winners will spill the beans, judges will share insights, and we'll walk you through the entry process. Plus, we'll reveal the 2023-2024 American Advertising Awards theme, and you can even win a free entry to submit your work. Don't miss it, September 20th, ballroom at Tanglewood. Be there. Gracias por acompañarnos durante el podcast. Amigos se produce en Radio Lounge. Atu Houston es un colectivo colaborativo de jóvenes profesionales de marketing y publicidad de 32 años o menos que buscan hacer una diferencia en la industria. Si deseas ser parte de Atu Houston, únase a nosotros en atuhouston.com y síganos en Facebook, Instagram y LinkedIn en Atu Houston. Muchas gracias.